Manly at times uh, exhilarating attack sparked by Daly. Cherry Evans last week. Oh Straight away they're on the run. And Kohler, they'll just take them on and run away. Tolu Kohler. Well, he's just got around Jareem Buller. One of the fastest men in the NRL mm. will be converging on the NFL on their territory this weekend. Tolu Kohler and his teammates at the Manly Seagulls again are going to be kicking off this season for 2024 in Vegas. And we're proudly, we've got... Manly coach Anthony Seabold on the line. Join us on Sports Day. How are you, Seabs? Yeah, good, thank you. Thanks for having us, uh, guys. No, no worries. And before we get into Vegas, I, I, so, Rat, I haven't told you about this. I, I text Seabs this morning a photo, a really good mate of mine, Clinton O'Brien, who yes. yeah, won a cop at Newcastle. Yep. He showed me this photo on Saturday night. It's, it's him, Danny Nutley. Yes. Yeah. And he said, who do you reckon that's in the corner there? I said, that's Seabs. So, Seabs was an under-17s Queensland Against New South Wales nice. photo, wasn't it? So I got to say, there was uh, a wild bunch. Yeah, Nutley. wild bunch. <laughs> it was a great old photo. I've never, I've never ever seen that, but I, I've got fond memories of that game because we, we beat New South Wales that night. It was, it was um, the King Wally Lewis's last ever State of Origin game in 1991. So um, there was a massive crowd there, and um, yeah, no, it brought back some good memories. So really good. I, I, I look at some of those plays back in your era when you're playing around that 17s, 19s, seems like. Names like Butch Fadenauer and Butch. Stewie Collins and, and Roger Best, Bradman Best's father, yes. one of the best juniors yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah Bradman was outstanding. He always was. Um, he first made a Queensland under-12 team together, um, and Roger was the captain of that. He, um, he was an outstanding player, played all the school boys. Um, we found a manly, actually, yeah. um, after school. Played a couple of years in the lower grades there. But, um, yeah, there was guys like Chris McKenna and... Wendell Saylor, um, obviously Joey Johns, Nick Posef from New South Wales, um, John Hopperwhitey. So, um, yeah, there's, there's plenty of, um, of talent out of both states coming through. Guys like Shane Webkin, that who ended up you know, being one of the best ever front rowers. Like, um, Webby was our age group, but um, for whatever reason, didn't get picked in, in any of the Queensland sides. So, um, yeah, he went on to, to being one of the best front, front rowers of, um, you know, of, of all time in our game. So, no, there's plenty of talent coming through in those, those days, mate. And has held a grudge ever since, Webke. Yeah. I, I Against Seabold. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure yeah. Yes, yes. Seabs, um, mate, uh, I'm sure it's a, it's a very difficult process operationally putting a trip of this nature together. Um, you're over there in Vegas now. Has everything gone to plan to date? Yeah, it's been really good. Um, you know, really good four or five days. We, we had to travel over in two groups and... We did that Wednesday, Thursday of last week. And, you know, you know from international travel with, with the Wallabies, that, um, you know, it's, uh, it, it is a little bit of um, a process to get over jet lag and, and try and perform. So the first four days, you know, was around recovery, regeneration. Um, we got the guys moving on Friday. We did a double, a double session today on Friday. A uh, bit more recovery Saturday and then on Sunday today, which is uh, the time over here, we, we did an off-feed session. So we probably took a lot of lessons away from um, the time with England Rugby. Um, our head of performance, John Clark, was um, Eddie Jones' head of performance with England Rugby for um, you know, five, five years. So we probably learnt on uh, some of our experiences travelling with, with England. And, and also we learnt on the AIS to try and you know, combat some of the, um, you know, the effects of jet lag and performance. So it's a big trip logistically. And as, as you guys know, um, it's a big, you know, a big trip to try and um, you know, get over that jet lag the first couple of days. Yeah, nice one. Now, mate, it's reported you gave the players 24 hours off. 
early in the trip just to sort of be tourists and, and take it all in. Now, there's, there's no one on, out on bail at the moment. We, we haven't heard anything, but we just want to check. <laughs> yeah, no, but there's, uh, you know, the boys did get an opportunity um, a couple of months ago to uh, yeah, have a look around, which was really good. And it's something that we wanted, you know, wanted to do to sort of um, you know, start uh, about um, you know, the opportunity for, for the guys to, to go and have a look around, which they did. It wasn't 24 hours, um, but that. So um, I'm not sure where that, where that come from. Um, but yeah, we gave them a night off and, and, that, and they um, yeah, chose to, to, to do what they wanted to do. And, um, yeah, we've had a really good balance between you know, working, but also understand the young men. And it's a, you know, it's a fantastic um, you know, place. There's, there's so many things to do here. And it's just about, as we get closer towards the day, really narrowing our focus on, on having the best 80 minutes of, of our time here. Um, yeah, next Saturday at 6.30pm, you know, Las Vegas time. That's, that's you know, when we want to be at our best. Yeah, mate, I, I'm, I'm really uh, excited to see what the, the Seagulls can do over there based on the fact of I, I feel like you're going to take the novelty out of Vegas by being there so soon. A lot of the teams that aren't there, they're going to get there and they're going to have the lights in their eyes. And I know when we played on the Gold Coast, we would sweat on a, a beautiful, bright, sunny day. So, and it was like our 14th man because we knew everyone would wake up in the morning for the game. They'd go to the beach and they'd feel like they're on holidays. Was that was that something that you thought about before take, uh, going over there for the for the extended period? Yeah, well, um, it's a good point you make, and, and certainly I can't talk for for the other clubs because there's more than one way you know to skin a yeah. cat. So I think one of the lessons I learned from from working with the England rugby was when they toured, um, they would go to wherever the first test was ten days beforehand. Which essentially is the model that we sort of um, adopted here. Okay? Come to the place we're going to play our game at 10 days early, same bed for 10 days, same team room for 10 days, same training facilities for 10 days. Um, and, you know, I, I felt as though we had a bit of an obligation on behalf of the NRL to, to you know, to try and promote the game. Like Jason Saar, for instance, was on on uh, national TV um, this afternoon on, on a sports show. Um, and, and again, we've got a player um, on one of the morning shows uh, on Tuesday morning uh, on national television. So, you know, trying to, to generate some interest in, in this game. Uh, but that's why we, we came here, mate. We just thought, look, we, we need to try and minimise the distractions. And by coming here and sort of normalising Vegas over the first sort of three or four days, um, you know, the, the, the normally sort of, you know, will, will have worn off. And, um, you know, we can really narrow our focus from, from Monday here and, um, have a good preparation for our, for our game. Right. That was going to be our next question, actually, Seeds, about... Yeah, you being out there and the bunnies not going out there to promote the game, which you know you made a comment on last week. But in saying that, um, so there has been a fair bit of interest promotionally, right? Wise from the locals, has there? Yeah, it's been really good. Um, you know, Wayne Cousins, our media manager, uh, and we've got a the NRL organised media liaison person on the ground here. So we've had um, you know a whole heap of requests. We've got an open open training session tomorrow and Wednesday um, where you know um, people are invited. Uh, media invited to, um, you know, so it'd be great to see some, you know, some local media turn up. But um, we're trying to do as much as we can with regards to, uh, you know, getting some interest in the game. I, you know, I think there's about 35,000 tickets sold at the moment, or just over 30,000. And, you know, it'd be great if we could sort of push it up towards 40,000 and make it a real uh, event. And it'd be great to sort of see, you know, you know, five or 10,000 Americans, you know, turn up to the game who've never watched the game before. Yeah. And, and potentially get interested in it because it's a great game. We know that, don't we? Know that one of the, the beauties of our game is the continuity um, of our game and, and the physical nature of our game. But um, it's not a stop-start game like like the NFL. So you know, hopefully that might um, interest some people.
Yeah, I'm led to believe they're going to close off the top section, so it looks like it's oh, it'll be as full as possible, be which would be really yeah. good. Now, uh, yeah, Allegiant, right. Allegiant Stadium, have you have you visited the facility yet? Yeah, um, so myself and Tony Mastoff, we, we come over here in November, so we visited them, had a tour of the stadium, and it's, it is, it's world-class. Like it's, it's incredible. And um, we've actually had um, Travis Kelsey and uh, Patrick Mahomes staying at the hotel that we're in. Um, um, we saw Kelsey last night down uh, downstairs here, and Mahomes has been here for a few days. So, you know, they obviously played at Allegiant Stadium, um, which is over a fortnight ago, you know, so... The, the stadium, you know, the guys saw the Super Bowl there, so the stadium's already sort of, um, you know, something special in the eyes of our guys and to see some of the, the Super Bowl champions here at our hotel um, and you know, getting the opportunity to train now on Friday before Saturday's game. You know, I know the guys are really excited about playing at such a venue because it's got a roof on it. It's 21 degrees inside the stadium. It's very unique. It's no, nothing like we've got back home, so it'll be, um, yeah, be a great occasion. Mate, is your room uh, up on the top floor next to Patrick's and Travis's? Yeah, sweet penthouse. <laughs> no, no, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately it's not. Uh, unfortunately, it's not. But um, no, it's a good, it's a good hotel. It's great. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah the NRL have done a great job um, hooking up with, with um, the resorts world here. And, um, but unfortunately, mate, I, I, I'm not on the floor where, where those guys are staying. <laughs> no worries, mate. So your training facility, how how has it been? Um, is, is the setup good? Um, you, 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 the training's been going well. Yeah, it has been. We, we've um, you know, we've got a, a relationship with UFC. They've got a performance institute over here, um, so we've we've been using their base there uh, for some of our core skills, our gym, um, and some of our contact work over the last couple of days. We're back on the field tomorrow at um, Heritage um, Park, which is a soccer field that's been um, marked up as a rugby league field um, to the dimensions of, of the Legion Stadium for us. So we've got a couple of sessions there. And then we, we get the train at the stadium on Friday uh, for our, our game rehearsal. So, um, yeah, the, the facilities have been great. UFC have been so good. Um, and the guys are all uh, crazy UFC supporters. And there's been a lot of the fighters, um, you know, they're training you know, during the times that we've trained. So that's been great for our guys to, to mix with some other athletes as well. If there's one of your players, Sebes, that, that had to go toe-to-toe with one of the UFC fighters, who's, who's the manly club the putting their money on? Um, you know what? Probably Josh Holloway. I think if um, if it was a, a standing fight, like Josh throws him pretty good. <laughs> I reckon if it was a like a jiu-jitsu on the floor type fighter, I'd back um, Jake Mitchell in. Um, he's uh, he's like a big bear when he gets someone on the ground. So nice. um, yeah, if you, if you could have a mix between those two, then then they go all right over the floor. Seems isn't Jimmy Dimmock? Isn't he a black belt in jiu-jitsu or something? I think Jimmy's actually a brown belt. Yeah. Brown belt. Yes, but he's fantastic at that. Yeah, yeah. I, he's he's outstanding with with um, with that, mate. Like, um, yeah, Jimmy's fifty-two now, and and he's he's still you know he's trained really hard, but he's outstanding at jiu-jitsu. And um, and Jimmy sort of does that for us. He's he's our defence coach and, and does the wrestling and contact stuff. And and we also have a Brazilian jiu-jitsu coach who comes in once a week. Um, but Jimmy, in his own right, is is a, is a uh, Fantastic, um, you know, um, opponent of, of jiu-jitsu himself. Yeah, good stuff. Now, I suppose a player on everyone's lips, and I've been watching the um, the the Manly Way, which is a little documentary that's been coming out each week on, on YouTube. It's actually a really good insight to to the preseason. And Luke Brooks, I've got to say, he one, he's always been quick, but he just looks like he's he's got a smile on his face. Have a brush, it'd yeah. Be, it'd be like a breath of fresh air for him, wouldn't it? Seeb, you'd be feeling good. Yeah, well, well that's. 
that was probably you know, one of the attractions. You know, when I spoke to him first of all about coming to our club, I just said, look, you know, Tom Tabor, it's uh, Valetary Evans. You know, they're our, our, our key players who so run our team. Um, you know, we can just take some pressure off you by allowing you to, to play the natural game and, and play with a smile on your face. Like, look, his, his weapons are, um, you know, running, running the footy. Like, he takes the line on really well. He's got a great left foot kicking game and he's a really brave defender. He gets his body in front. So, just trying to narrow his focus to those three things and, and take away that organisational pressure um, that sometimes is a bit of a burden for some, some players. And he's probably, um, you know, he probably hasn't had the opportunity to be. Um, yeah, we, we have that taken away from him. So, yeah, we feel like we can get the best footy out of him, but he's got a smile on his face. And I just think, um, you know, he's got four years at our club. We want him to feel like he belongs here at the club. And, um, you yeah, know, part of that manly way is, is, you know, we have an induction program and, and Dixon you know, was, was part of that. We, we want the guys to feel like they belong at our club at the end of that. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, uh, the fans will have smiles on their faces as of this Sunday Australian time because... Uh, round zero for the NRL commences this weekend. We can't wait. The trials are finished. And, Steve's, I know you've got a busy schedule, mate. It's, uh, it's great that you've taken time out. Thanks for joining us tonight. No, great, great to chat to you, guys. Thanks so much for your support. Cheers, guys. See you.